105 Triple M. Hello, who we got there? Hey, mate, Todd here. I heard you're looking for a June birthday, boy. Yeah, I certainly am. Todd, what's going on? Oh, just trying to keep out of the rain, mate. Is it raining where you're at? Uh, in Dubbo, mate, it is. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of a shout moment, yeah. It looks a little bit grey out the window, but I can't tell if it's raining or not at the moment. But uh, anyway, get used to it. Rain for the next couple of days, apparently, Toddy. I think so, mate. I think so. 1060 bucks up for grabs. What are you going to do with it? Um... Not real sure, mate. Maybe save it for the big Dubbo show. Yeah, stag with dogs all the way. Yeah, let the boy go nuts there, mate. Yep. <laughs> Love it. All right, well, let's see if we can get you some cash. What birthday are we looking for in the month of June? Mate, she's going to be a hard one, number 29. 29. Well, 29 actually came out a couple of days ago, so the ball is definitely <laughs> in there. It's rolling around. You ready for this? No worries, mate. Let's Th- give her a shot. 30 balls in there for the month of June. Come on, number 29. Let's see if we can get your number. Whoop, they dropped it down on the ground. Let me just grab this ball off here. And Todd. <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> number 29 has come out. Oh, what? <laughs> number 29, we got a winner of birthday balls. <laughs> yes. You know what? This ball just rolled onto the ground. I dove down there and I grabbed it and I picked it up. And sure enough, number 29. Congratulations. Oh, mate, thank you. Thank you, Blam. That's, that's awesome. Unbelievable. <laughs> Haven't had a winner of birthday balls in a couple of months and you've just taken it home. Mate, I thought that'd be the hardest number to get to. <laughs> well, you're very, very lucky. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. All thanks to the legends at Leading Edge Computers, new iPad Air, new iPhone SE, Mac Studio Studio Display, now available. You've just scored yourself $1,060. Hey, mate, thank you very much. Thanks to all the sponsors. That's awesome. Well, you enjoy that cash for the Dubbo Show in a couple of weeks' time. I will, mate. Thank you very much. Popcorn. Chop tops. And the latest releases. Let's go to the movies with Shane A. Bassett. Normally, new movies come out, uh, well, on Thursdays, uh, as they typically do, but uh, some Reading Cinemas here in Dubbo had a sneaky, sneaky three screenings of Doctor Strange last night. Movie analyst Shane A. Bassett, we know you're a huge fan of Marvel comic book <laughs> movies. Oh, yeah, I just live for Marvel comic <laughs> superheroes. They are the best. Uh, look, I'm not going to bag them because I'm not into it. That's fine. I really know that... Some people will not listen to my opinion and then just run to the yeah. cinema to see this new Doctor Strange movie. And I get it. It's entertaining. Uh, it, it has some really good character development in it. It introduces a few people as well. I'm not going to give spoilers out here. Yeah. Uh, and stick around during the end credits because, uh, as most Marvel movies have, a few extra scenes. But uh, overall, I'm sorry to say, Allo, it's a bit of a mess. So not a good mess then? Like, I mean, I expect it to be a mess because we're talking about multiple uh, yeah. realities supposedly all crashing into one. So I'm assuming it's going to be hard to follow. Well, it follows on from uh, the recent Spider-Man film, which is mm. fine. And, and I, I kind of liked that, how it's linked. Uh, also, a mess as in, I don't think it really clicked for me. There are multiverses happening here. There's different stages of different categories of characters here including Doctor Strange himself it's quite dark I wouldn't take little children uh, Sam Raimi is the director and he is a famous director for many horror comedies he's brought that element to this Yeah, but it's just different I don't know I just was not enjoying it as much as I was hoping put so it that way 
Not one for the kids. How many buckets of popcorn are you giving Doctor Strange in the multiple madness of universe? What multiple? <laughs> yeah, multiverse of madness. Uh, I personally, I'm giving it a, a two out of five buckets. Wow, I think that's the lowest you've given a Marvel movie, maybe. Potentially, yeah. yeah. I, I was still entertained, but when it was all finished, I'm like, yeah, righto. Bring on Thor. New Thor movies out in okay. a few months. So maybe that'll be better. Huge fan service and an excuse to make a movie, really. It's all about fan service uh, for me in this one. I don't believe that it's for people who are just coming in to watch a movie. You really need to know the background. And a lot of, like, really obscure comic storylines get brought up in this, I believe. So yeah. you've got to know your stuff to really get the most out of it. I'll be curious to see uh, what it's like, because I was expecting as many cameos as, <laughs> as the last Spider-Man movie. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, let's There's talk- a few cameos. There's still a few cameos, but I'm not going to spoil who it is here. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll definitely give it a watch, and we'll see what I think in a couple of days' time. Uh, let's talk to The Drover's Wife. It's an Australian drama. Yeah, I like to push Australian movies, of course, and this one's at Reading Cinemas. It's an Australian outback story. Uh, Leah Purcell, she writes, directs, stars in it. Wow. Uh, it's a woman who is driven to the brink of annihilation. She's really powering through because her kids need protecting. Uh, her husband's away, and there's some harsh circumstances happening to her. I don't want to tell you too much of the plot line, but The Drover's Wife is one of the best Australian movies I've seen in some time. Yeah, wow. Even better than Australia. Even better than Australia. Wow. Baz Luhrmann has a new movie coming out about <laughs> Elvis, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Maybe that's, it's Moulin Rouge all over again. That's Tom Hanks, yeah? Yeah, that's the one with Tom Hanks. It was filmed up in uh, on the Gold Coast. Yeah, where he got COVID. Uh, and- <laughs> it's out soon, actually. Yeah, it was back when he had COVID and made that announcement to the world. He was in Australia at the time with his wife, uh, and they were filming that Elvis movie, which that, is out soon. That was a long time ago. I'm pretty sure I was still living on the Gold Coast when that happened. Anyway. So the movie's out in June, and yeah, it would have been about two years ago now that was being filmed. Movie analyst Shannon Bassett, thank you so much for your time this week and we'll catch up next week I'll let you know how I go with Doctor Strange and of course uh, I think Top Gun's out is it next week or the week after a couple of weeks until the new Top Gun yeah. uh, and my suggestion to you Alo is uh, go and see Sonic again yeah. instead of Doctor Strange the kids loved it absolutely <laughs> loved it right now joined by Trevor Long from EFTM.com on the phone Trev a lot of scams going on around at the moment and look a lot of people have uh, phones uh, iPhones lots of phones will actually detect scams scams you know all those kind of text messages even telcos are now blocking them but mm. they're still getting through um, because there are legitimate text messages and if a scam looks legit enough then it'll get through yeah um, and that's always going to be the case but I, I kind of get the question a lot what are they trying to achieve and so I had one last week from Optus Tech now, I'm not a current Optus customer but I have been and so the the wording used looked legit the ad- website address looked initially legit but then I realized it wasn't but I thought I'll find out what's going on here so I went in and it looked like the Optus website. Absolutely looked like the Optus website. Enter your username and your password. Now, if I did that, it would capture that information. So whatever I type, they will have. And they will then use that information to try and log in, not just to my Optus account, but all my other accounts, because we all share paths. But what's fascinating to me was the next step. So I went through this process using fake information. Mm. The next step was asking for all your other information. So name, uh, date of birth address, uh, even your mother's maiden name. And this was the, the eye-opener for me. This is not about asking you for a credit card detail. Yeah. This is not about asking you to transfer $100 somewhere. No, this is not about you know trying to sell your Bitcoin. This is about stealing your identity. 
Once they have that information, this, you know, mother's maiden name, date of birth, they can apply for credit cards on your account. You know, they they can do a lot with your information. And that's the long game scam here. They're not always after money. They're sometimes just after information. So be very wary of what you're clicking, what you're sharing, what you're typing, and what you're saying to people. And most importantly, I think, talk to your friends and family about this. Share stories of the message you've got. Share stories of the scams you've fallen for because then it normalizes and helps everyone kind of appreciate that this is a real problem for everyone and we shouldn't be ashamed of the fact that we've received let alone fallen for a scam let's go from scams to tv because i hear lg have dropped a new range yeah look big new range uh, the tv's range and everything from a thousand bucks in price and they've got some really nice deals on 75 85 inch tvs but the one that i thought was of interest um was what they call the oled r now oled is one of the best tv yeah. technologies available beautiful quality but if you've uh, got an area in your house that perhaps you don't want a big TV sitting when you're not watching TV, well, this one rolls up. What? So imagine a rolling blind or a you know glad wrap in a box. Yeah. You know, it's on a it's on a roll. This TV is rolled up inside a box. You press a button, it rolls out and expands up vertically, vertically, so you can see the TV. When you finish watching, press a button, it disappears back into the box. For you. Just $130,000. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's only just a, a solid deposit on a house for a TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But, you know, we all want that. It's a solid flex, you know. You're uh, you're renting, but you've got a $130,000 TV. Uh, let's talk about the cheapest way for a child to go for a ride if they want to do something illegal. <laughs> this is crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. So everyone has seen these electric scooters that are around. They're yeah. on sale. You can get them. Um, but they're actually illegal to ride in New South Wales. There's trials going on that will hopefully change that over the next 12 months. But I did some numbers with a, a mate of mine in law enforcement. Um, my 15-year-old doesn't have a car license. No. I, I said to him, go up to the shops and get some eggs. We need eggs urgently. I uh, haven't got time to wait for him to walk. So take the scooter. We're good. He could be fined $3,500 for taking that trip. If he was to go out the front and take my car, a 15-year-old, drive my car to the shops, he'd be fined That's $3,000 less than what he would be fined if he rode a scooter. scooter. Who makes these rules? The the government. But the thing is, I mean, these these rules are obviously built for people driving, you know, a a, a car they built themselves. It's not registered. It's not insured. It's not, do you know what I mean? They're driving, you know, an old beat-up car on the road without a license. That's what these fines are for. But if you were to ride an electric scooter, that's what you could theoretically um, be fine. Yeah. Hopefully, you just sent home with a with a warning. But it's we've got to change the legislation. They're very useful scooters. They're great for mobility. They get cars off the road. But unfortunately, the laws have not caught up with uh, with the way we are today. Yeah. It's uh, it sounds like scooters are where drones are at five years ago. It's spot on. That's <laughs> absolutely spot on, Alan. Travel along from eftm.com. Thank you so much for your time this morning, and we'll catch up with you again next week, finding out all the Cheers, latest Jim. and greatest in tech. Talk to you then. Joined by Mayor of the Region, Mr. Matthew Dickson. Dicko, what a big, amazing weekend we had over the last weekend. It was actually a really busy weekend. The motorbike rally was fascinating. It's mm. obviously been a couple of years since they've had that COVID. But first time in Calvagar Street in the past, it's been around Church Street. But there were probably 3,000 motorbikes lined up down there in Calvagar Street. Lots of noise, lots of activity. Yeah. Most of the shops said they had a great time. There were people coming in and out and all over the place. So, look, well done to Stan Single and the organisers there. It's great to see people who just do something because they want to make the region a better place. There's nothing personal for the organisers to gain out of there except 
they obviously love motorbikes as well, mm. which is fantastic. But I was actually down at the Stuart Town Multicultural Festival on Saturday as well, and that was a great event. And lots of stallholders there and lots of people, but just driving back from the Multicultural Festival to come back to the motorbike show, lots of motorbikes out on the road. Yeah. And what I heard from various people around the region was they might have been in Dubbo for some part of the day, but then they'd duck out to Wellington or Trangy or Wongarbin or Geary or somewhere in the region to have lunch or go and visit a pub or go and say good day. And people were still in town on Sunday night and even Monday I heard some of the cafes saying that some of those people that were bikers, but people said that at the cafes on Monday morning there were still bikers out there getting their coffee, talking about the great weekend they had in Dubbo. So very busy. Then Bangladeshi dinner on Saturday night, I got to go along to that as well. And that's a celebration they've had for many years where they basically just get the Bangladesh community to go along together and put on a bit of performance, eat some of the beautiful food. So it was all happening on the weekend. I, my favourite part of the weekend was when you rocked up with your big Harley and your ripped sleeves, your sleeveless. <laughs> Did you like the tats as well? Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's talk about what's coming up because uh, we're heading into show season. The Dubbo show's only, what, three weeks away or something. Um, and uh, we've got Wello show, Yeovil show. It's, it's show season. It is show season. So next Tuesday is the Yeovil show on. Next Friday and Saturday, the Wellington show. Then obviously, as you said, the Dubbo show coming up as well. Mm. So it is, and just imagine the the life of those carnies going around and looking at this beautiful region at the moment. It does look beautiful. The weather's fantastic. So they would be really enjoying getting around this region at the moment. It'd be an interesting life being a carny, wouldn't it? It'd be a fascinating life, the number of people you'd meet, but they wouldn't meet people any friendlier than here in the Dubbo region, I would suggest. That's a little bit of bias maybe coming through from me. Well, as long as they've got plenty of battered salves, I'll be very friendly. (laughs) That's that's right. And those games that are playing there, that are never rigged, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're off to Sydney, are you? Yeah, you're ducking off Sydney this afternoon. We've got a regional cities meeting tomorrow. We've got a dinner tonight and then a meeting tomorrow. And the idea here is that we've got 16 cities throughout the state that are part of this group called Regional Cities New South Wales. And what we do there is we try and work out ways that we can collaborate and work together to try and lobby the state government to say, hey, remember us, we're out here in the regions, rather than focusing on the traditional NSW of Newcastle, Sydney, Wollongong. It's something that started a few years ago. In fact, we started many years ago when we used to have three cities meet together, then it turned into seven and now it's grown into 16. But the great thing about it is back in the old days, it used to be very much competitive between, say, Orange and Dubbo or Orange and Bathurst or Wagga and Albury and Armidale and, and these various cities. We wanted to always be competitive. And then we slowly realised that actually we're all fairly similar. I mean, Dubbo's only a little bit better than some of those other cities that I've mentioned. And so we had some things that were fairly similar, but we thought the real competition for us is the state government and Sydney. How how can we really appeal to the state government? And we thought we could do it better as a group. So that's part of the discussion tomorrow. And in particular, tomorrow, part of the discussion will be how can we lobby the state government with a state election coming up early next year to try and get more money for the regions across the whole area? And, and again, it's okay if Bathurst and Orange and Armidale and Tamworth and some of those other regional cities get some of that money because it's just helping the whole regional argument. Well, looking forward to seeing what you guys uh, come up with. Uh, Mayor of the Region, Matthew Dickerson, thank you so much for your time this morning and we'll see you at the Yeovil Show on Tuesday. Absolutely, there with bells on. Catching up with local MP Dougald Saunders. Dougald, busy, busy. Busy weekend in town. Yeah, it certainly was. We had a lot of things happening. I ended, I started off on Saturday out in the far west at Walgus mm. uh, and then came back through Gilgandra. So I opened the Walgus show, opened the Gilgandra show, which were both fantastic, got to be said, um, and did a, a bit of stuff in Walgut on the Friday as well. And, of course, got back on 
Saturday afternoon, uh, the big bike show had been happening. Hundreds yes. of people attracted to that. Um, it was it was just a cracking weekend. I mean, it was chilly. It was noticeably yeah. chilly, wasn't it? But I think most people got out and about and enjoyed what was a what was a cracking weekend right across uh, central and western New South Wales. To be honest, it was it was a cracking weekend, and there was a lot of people. I mean, the bike show was big. Uh, mix that with the normal Saturday soccer crowd, which which is big. Uh, it's just a great, just really good good vibes being around the central west. Uh, not to mention, on top of all that, that it was also Mother's Day. It was incredible. I ended up actually uh, at uh, one of our big hardware chains yesterday, and it was surprisingly quiet. I ducked out. I thought, ah, I'll just do it quickly. And it yeah. was really dead because people were still out and about at, uh, at cafes and pubs and clubs and whatever, spending a lot of time with mums. But it was a great day yesterday, I think, to recognise how many fantastic, strong, independent women we all have in our lives and yeah. celebrate them. And for, for some people, Mother's Day can be quite tough, and I get that, um, but it, it's also a great way of saying thank you to the women in our lives. So it was a fantastic day for me. Got to spend it with my daughters and my wife, which was lovely. Yeah. Sp- spoke to mum as well and uh, looking forward to catching up with her again soon. Funny how you said you went to one of our hardware chains. Yeah. I did also. I bought a scrubbing brush because I needed to do a little bit of cleaning and the lady at the counter said, that better not be for your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, indirectly it could help for Mother's Day. I'm not saying mum could do the cleaning. If I do the cleaning, it's still me doing something nice for mum, right? Yeah, exactly. But I can just imagine you on your hands and knees scrubbing where you belong, where we all belong. Now, depressing Dougal business. I hear that the car park's now open at the Cancer Centre. Officially open. I got to drive my car through. It was the first car to officially go into the car park, thanks to a bit of technology. So... Um, look, it, it's a fantastic car park right at, right at the front of what will be the new multi-storey car park. So it's not quite ready. It'll be opened in the next, hopefully, mm, couple of months. Um, but there's 20 spaces at the very front entrance there, uh, all on ground level. And it's literally a 50-metre walk up up to the, the Western Cancer Centre itself. So um, a lot of people are doing a drop-off. So you can drive into literally the front door and drop people off and then go away and park, or you can just go straight to the parking spot. Uh, you, you'll get a, um, a special ability to go in there, so you literally hit the buzz of the reception and lets you in. They know who's allowed to park in there, and then you park and stroll into the Cancer Centre. So it was just another part of the hospital redevelopment that is making a huge difference. The PET scanner, uh, which is the, the best diagnostic tool that we have for cancer, is now up and running as well. That happened about a week or so ago. So there's already been people getting diagnosis happening in Dubbo, which is you know exactly the point of this Western Cancer Centre, and making it easier for people to park and get their treatment is a big tick, I can tell you. Dougal, let's talk about Eid, which happened over the weekend. Yeah, look, uh, Eid celebrations that have been happening for the past week, basically, but the big celebration in Dubbo was Saturday night, and Karen, my wife, and I popped along. It was also the day of the, the first ever Stuart Town Multicultural Festival, so linked in really well, yeah. put up with lots and lots of people uh, from across the community, and the Bangladeshi community hosted it at the Wesley Church Hall, uh, fantastic food and fantastic entertainment yeah. um, so well done to all of those involved and uh, looking forward to catching up again soon. As soon as you said the Bangladeshi community were involved I knew you were going along for the food <laughs> <laughs> You know me too well yeah. Local MP Dougal Slaughters, thank you so much for your time this morning, we'll catch up with you again same time, same place next week. Good on you mate, have a great day